Hey there, I'm Emily, and you're listening to Self Talk. Welcome to Self Talk, a podcast where I talk to myself about talking to myself. For this inaugural episode, I'm going to be talking about goal setting. I love making goals. I love it. It just feels so great. And a lot of us do. A lot of us like, especially at the start of the year, which it is, it's the beginning of 2019, a lot of us feel like it's time to make all of our goals come true. You didn't necessarily achieve it last year, or maybe you did, and you want to keep going. And so you have that kind of renewed vigor and energy for seizing the day and seizing new opportunities. And so I want to talk a little bit about that process of how I set my goals and how the little voices that are within my mind and the things that kind of rattle around up in there affect how successful I can be with these kinds of things. Because what you're telling yourself in your brain and what I tell myself in my brain has a huge, huge impact on what you achieve and what you do with your time in your life and how you feel about yourself. So let's dive into that. I'm not a resolutions kind of person. I am pretty much who I am. And while I know that I can change myself and I have changed myself, I don't want to resolve to not do something. I'm kind of sick of cutting things out of my life rather than adding cool new things to my life. So a lot of people resolve, well, I'm going to lose 50 pounds or I'm going to, I don't know. What do you even resolve to do? You know, the the standard bullshit. Lose weight. Look great. Feel amazing. Be the sexiest version of yourself. Be the best version of yourself. Do all the things. Okay, yeah. I mean, if you can do that, amazing. And please tell me how you you did that. But um, yeah, it's it's almost a self-defeating process because you're going to have that initial surge and you're going to feel so great and alive and you're doing it. You're finally taking charge of your life. And then when you are the same person who maybe had issues with getting up off of the couch and going to go exercise, when you hit that wall, you're going to feel bad about yourself. You're going to feel discouraged because you didn't change. You didn't magically do it. And I'm saying this from personal experience. I've tried a lot of times to force myself to take something out of my life. So no New Year's resolutions for me, but definitely goal setting. You're like, oh, that's semantics, Emily. But it's not because resolving to me means like I'm going to do this through my iron will. I'm going to force this to happen because I am strong enough this year. I'm strong enough to not be on social media ever. I'm strong enough to never eat sugar again and just like flex on it. (sighs) It takes time. It takes time to build up the muscles to be able to do anything, whether they are physical muscles or metaphorical muscles. So you can't lift a 300 pound weight 
if you can't even lift a five pound weight to begin with. And if you try, you may crush your spine and become horribly injured and not be able to do anything. So the same thing goes for your goals. So let's say you have a monetary goal this year of making like $50,000 through your hobby, but you've never made any money through your hobby. Like, it's wonderful to shoot for your dreams and it may be possible if that's what you do. And then it's probably not going to be your hobby anymore. It'll probably be work, but maybe set something smaller, give yourself something smaller that you can feel good about. And then maybe if you are doing better than you thought, it's just going to be exciting and fun. So don't be afraid to be flexible. Don't be afraid to be small with your goals and be gentle with yourself. Don't crush your spine because you tried to lift too much without any preparation. So how do these voices, these kind of inner thoughts, get in the way of my goal setting? The main one is, you're not perfect, so why are you doing this? You're not, you've never done a podcast before, Emily, so you can't do that yet. You can't put that out there. It's not good enough. It's not ready. You're not ready. But how will you ever, how will I ever be ready? And how will anyone ever be ready if you don't actually do something and try something? You can't learn if you never do anything and you can't be good at something unless you do it. So yeah, I'm doing it and I'm happy about it. I'm really excited. I don't know if you can hear, but I am definitely smiling and I'm excited. I'm excited to be doing this and I'm excited to fail. If <laughs> honestly, I'm excited to put myself out there and to just give up the control that those voices want to have over me. Just give it up and say, no, I don't have to be perfect. And so maybe that's something you can do with one of your goals this year is find something where you have kept yourself back because you felt that you weren't ready, you weren't good enough, you weren't perfect, and therefore you couldn't do it. Try it. Now, I'm not talking about something like really dangerous or like illegal. Don't do that, please. But if you're a dancer and you've been taking classes and you've been waiting to do a performance because you don't think you're good enough yet, no, go out there and do that. How are you ever going to be a good performer if you don't do it? My attitude towards goal setting at the beginning of the year is more is more. And maybe some people would think that is a method of kind of getting in your own way of giving yourself too many things to focus on. And those people are probably right. But I personally would rather aim for a lot of cool things and then find out throughout the year as things progress and as I work on things, which ones are the ones that actually end up mattering. A self-sabotaging thing that my little inner voices do is say, Emily, don't tell anyone your secrets. Don't tell anyone what you're planning on doing, because if you fail, then no one will know that you failed. But if you succeed, then great. Everyone will see that you succeeded. But if you tell other people that you're trying to do something, you don't have that kind of easy escape. So I'm not going to I'm going to be accountable towards you. And that's something that you can do to help you with your goals in the new year is find somebody to be accountable to, whether it's your journal, whether it's me, the all-seeing eye that is Emily. I do have an eye 
that I've set up for the new year that is in a very giant tower. It's in a place called Mordor. The rent was pretty cheap and, you know, it seemed like a good opportunity. And I just, I f- I'm feeling a little bit more evil and a little bit more bloodlust than usual, but now I'm not, I can see everything and I will have all of the power. Anyway, I don't know if any of you out there talk yourself down from things. Minimize what you're working on because it's a little scary to do the thing that you really think is cool. For me, it's doing any kind of collaboration. I want to do everything myself because then I don't have to interact with other human beings, one. And two, I have control over everything. But I'm one person and one person cannot do everything and one person cannot grow and expand like a network of people can. And so that's another goal of my year is to allow myself to give away some control and power to others and also network and collaborate with other artists. My inner voices tell me weird, conflicting things. On the one hand, they say to me, Emily, just do it by yourself. You don't need anybody else to help you. You can do this on your own. And those, that, those voices are coming from anxiety. Those voices are coming from stranger danger. And they're also the voices that say, what, what are you talking about? You're not, you on your own cannot be good enough. So that's especially with like my dance performances. You dancing solo that's not interesting enough or good enough. Your technique isn't good enough for that. You don't have the creativity to pull that off. You don't have the look to pull that off. So you need to dance with a group. You need to have full choreographies with a whole bunch of people so that the focus isn't just on you. That's a weird dichotomy. So I'm pushing myself in the dance world to both solo and do things on my own but then also collaborate with other artists, but then be, do a podcast on my own, but then connect with other people in the community through that podcast. Mostly it's just letting go of that horrible, crippling anxiety that keeps me back and makes me feel terrible about myself. I just want to do a quick little note real fast. I'm going to talk about things that deal with mental health. And if that's not your jam, please, it's okay. You can listen to something else. There's tons of other things out there. I'm also not a mental health professional. And so sometimes I might not use the exact correct terminology. I'll do my best. I have severe anxiety. I've had issues with severe clinical depression in the past. And so I know some of the scope of what can kind of weirdness that can go on within your brain. And I don't expect anyone to listen to this and have all of their anxiety, depression, whatever cured from listening to it. But maybe it'll give you a little bit of hope. Maybe it'll make you feel a little less alone. You know, sometimes that's part of depression is you feel like nobody understands or no one kind of, no one, you're the only one that feels this terrible way. But it, that's not true. There are other people that feel this way, unfortunately, and or other people that are just as worried about going and living their daily lives as you are. But we make it through. We do it. And I want you to make it through, and I want me to make it through. So let's, let's do that together.
So now that I've talked about some of my goals that I've set, let's talk about you. What are your goals? It doesn't have to be anything big. I know I kind of talked about some things that are a little bit intense, but maybe your goal is to go out once a month to a new restaurant because you don't usually get out of the house very much. Maybe your goal is to call your sister once a month because you love her and you want to talk to her. Those are great. Goals don't have to be this kind of momentous achievement. You don't have to resolve to accomplish everything, although if you want to, you can. Give yourself something to feel good about in the new year. So if your goal is, I'm going to pet every dog that I meet, I'm going to, well, maybe that shouldn't be a goal. I am going to attempt to say hello to every dog I meet. Hey, and then if you are socially anxious, you are interacting with now other people because there's a dog there for you to love upon and give snoogles and pets and, oh, I love dogs so much. I love them. Oh, I'm getting distracted. Anyway, give yourself some a night. I think my personal recommendation, give yourself kind of a, a gimme, a nice, fun, and immediately rewarding goal. So petting those dogs, calling somebody you love on the phone. I don't know what else. What do people do? What do people do? I don't know. Ooh, I got to think of something for myself. Uh, every morning when you wake up, uh, look at yourself in the mirror and blow yourself a kiss. No, that's weird. Um, I mean, I guess you could do that. Uh, whatever floats your boat. Give yourself a nice, small, happy goal. Because that's going to do a lot just to combat those voices that tell you, hey, you're you're not doing enough. You're not good enough. You're going to say, hey, but I pet like three dogs today and those dogs fucking loved me. Or I called my sister up on the phone and I talked to her about her the stuff that's going on in her life. And I had something really meaningful. I had a human connection today. Or I winked at myself in the mirror and I kissed myself in the mirror. And, you know, I'm pretty amazing. I look good. And then give yourself maybe one or two larger goals. If you have a dream of doing something, if you take nothing else away from listening to this disaster of a podcast, a disaster of a first episode, take away the thought that it is okay to try something new and be bad at it. It's okay to branch out and explore. It's okay to fail. And it's okay to keep trying, because you're not going to be good at first, probably. And if you are, hey, great. You have fewer steps to take, but still push, push through. Allow yourself to just try. And I'm saying this for you, but I'm also saying this for me. Be brave, be bold, and put yourself out there. Give yourself the permission to make mistakes, and to do it. You don't need to let those voices hold you back anymore. Go for it. Last thing that I want to talk about um, before we part, so I've been trying to be inspirational to both myself and to anyone listening, mostly to myself, because to be honest, I'm talking to myself right now. and I'm literally standing in my bedroom closet because it's the most soundproof room in my home, and talking to myself. 
I guess Penny's here, so I'm not 100% by myself. Maybe my neighbors are listening. Maybe the government is listening. Oh, God. Oh. Oh, gosh. Anyway, there are all kinds of organizational tools and planning tools that people use. But by far, my favorite is Trello. And I'm sure you've most of you have probably heard of Trello before. It's amazing. It's kind of just like a uh, list board that you can do. But there's all kinds of amazing things you can put in there. And it really has just clicked with my brain as far as I love making lists. I love checking things off of lists. I love making checklists within lists. I love, oh gosh, I just love lists so much. I love them. And you can put them all those lists on a calendar and all kinds of cool stuff. So if you have a fetish, no, not fetish. <laughs> if you have a love of lists, uh, Trello is a really cool way to organize that and it, it integrates with all kinds of other things and you can make different boards for different things that you're working on. I have a board for podcasts, all of my kind of weird ideas that I've had so far and planning for this. I have one for all of my building and stuff. I have my one for everyday to do stuff. I have one for my regular muggle job, although I guess I wouldn't call my job a muggle job. It's kind of weird. Um, yeah. Trello. It's great. Thank you so much for listening. I cannot believe, to be perfectly honest, that you've made it through this whole episode. I really, really appreciate it. I hope that you got something out of it. You know, it's really cool to think about the thoughts that you have in your head. Think about the thoughts. It's cool to explore the things that are going on in your brain and to explore why you're setting the goals that you are and explore why maybe your resolutions may or may not work and being honest with yourself without being self-critical or negative um, and giving yourself the pep talk that you need while keeping yourself grounded. If you liked this, I will be putting up a new episode each week. Next time, I'll be talking about kind of fun ways of encouraging yourself. So we've talked a little bit about that, but I'm going to give you some interesting things and weird things that I do to encourage myself to work past my anxiety and my bizarre inner monologues and just get shit done. So yeah, if you liked it, hey, I'll be putting up a new episode every week for the foreseeable future. I think like anything, it'll get better with time. And I think that you and your endeavors will get better with time. So even if you don't listen to any more episodes, I wish you so much luck on your endeavors this year and into the years beyond. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>